0: Welcome to Girls Gone Well, a podcast that takes a lighthearted approach to all things self-improvement and inner exploration. We're your hosts, Charlie and Hannah B, here to offer down-to-earth
1: advice and fresh
0: perspectives on topics that seem too serious.
1: Whether you're a wellness enthusiast or looking for a good laugh while exploring a more balanced life, we are here to help you embrace your unique path to well-being. We're so happy that you're here.
0: Welcome to the Girls Gone Well pod. I'm Charlie. I'm Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's been such a lovely week, such a lovely day. Hannah, what are your uh, yucks and yums
1: this week? Okay, my yum happened this morning when I was driving to your house. Tell me more. Okay. So I was driving, minding my own business, having a dance party. And I keep seeing these, like, flocks of birds. Like, when I say flocks, I mean, like, hundreds. The other day, I saw probably a 1,000 birds in the sky. Wow. But I was looking that up. Are they crows? No, they're, like, cutesy birds. Mm, interesting. Um, I was looking it up, and I look up because I was at a stoplight. And the car in front of me had a sticker on the back that said, I hope something good happens to you today. And it really just melted my heart <laughs> what does that have to do with the birds well i feel like it was all connected oh like the birds are like a good sign and then i saw uh, oh you're
0: uh, just getting like positive omens everywhere yeah okay i see it I just love vibes
1: it. I and for you. nothing really too yucky has happened except for i've had bubble guts for the past two days oh yikes but other than that <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that life is great
0: yeah Oh, I love that! Yeah, what are yours? Mm, I uh, don't know. I feel like I don't. I don't think about this in advance. I just think of the first thing that comes when yeah. when you ask me that. But which is what my yum this week is. Mm-hmm. I think like my my Claire senses are getting like r- wicked strong out of nowhere.
1: Which which ones?
0: Um, like I can like hear answers to things. What is that, Claire? Audience audience maybe it's in my head like I don't okay I sound (laughs) I'm hearing I'm I'm hearing voices (laughs) no okay example last night I was chit-chatting with someone Mm -hmm. and they were telling me this big long story I'm not gonna get into the story they were telling me but Mm -hmm. basically the premise of the story was that like him and his cousin have this secret letter I'm not going to say the letter because I promised them I would never tell the letter because (laughs) it's really important to this person that I don't share this information, but I'll say a different letter. So he's like telling me this big, long story about how, you know, this long inside joke between him and his cousin about this letter. And I just look at him and I go, is it B? I was like, is the letter B? And he just looks at me like. It wasn't B, okay. It was a different. It was a more special letter, I guess. And you guess, but you guess. But it I guess right. it like li- like literally, I just looked at a mid story because I heard it in my head, like okay, it was a color and then a letter, mm-hmm. and I was like, is it blah 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 blah? Yeah, like yeah. I was like, is it blue B or like blue Q or whatever? I, I don't know. <laughs> I said it I said t- a color and and he just looked at me like.
1: The man was too stunned to speak. He
0: literally like was freaked out. Like he was like, "How the fuck did you know that?" Like, you're a witch. That's why. And I did say I was like, "It must be the season of the witch." <laughs> but like for real, I literally just heard the letter. Like I'm mm-hmm. like fucking hearing shit. But I heard it and knew exactly what it was. And I asked him, and he was like gobsmacked. So gobsmacked. It's kind of a flex. And I like that he was like a little bit scared. Like he was a little bit like, "How the fuck did you know that?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love that. I'm a powerful." yeah which powerful af anyways that's kind of my yum it's been fun it's been happening more that was just one example in the past Mm -hmm. 24 hours um my yuck okay i love the fall love the pumpkins love to be a cute little pumpkin spice girly but it's really cold and i don't like it my fifis get cold it's
1: 60 degrees it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) i guess you're used you're a california girl
0: i it's just cold I don't know. And I think I'm like, I'm ha- I'm like future tripping. Like I know winter's coming, which mm-hmm. is actually cold. So I'm just yeah. like getting a little anxious. Feel that. But besides that, life's good. I don't know. We I'm can going spoon back to- And don't. we
1: can do an episode spooning, just warm bundles. That's literally my dream.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to be a little burrito with you.
1: They have those blankets a that cuddle, are-
0: A cuddle puddle.
1: Oh, a cuddle puddle podcast? Yes. How sweet. <laughs> oh, sweet. Sweetie dootsy. Oh. I'm
0: <laughs> moving around a lot right now. I've got a okay, lot of energy. so today
1: we want to talk about how to deal with unfavorable situations. I Do love you want to get started? Because you see, okay, this is the thing I'm realizing <laughs> about me and Charlie, Charlie and I. I don't even know how to properly say it. I'm dyslexic, so <laughs> um, she be preparing like I'm. Underprepared, like I just be winging it and I'm, I'm on time. Late. You're late but prepared,
0: yeah. You're on time but winging it. Yeah. I'm late but prepared. But see, the thing is, I think I just have a million thoughts, so I have to like brain dump and so I just write everything down.
1: I too have a million thoughts, I do not brain dump and I am an anxious <laughs> motherfucking bitch, <laughs> and it's so overwhelming. Oh, uh, okay. Well. We're so both maybe prepared I'll do that.
0: in our own ways, I guess. You're perfect. I'm You're God's, God's, favorite. God's <laughs> favorite. I love you. <laughs> okay, tell me how you uh, how you deal
1: with unfavorable situations.
0: Okay. Well, so um I do have like I do have a lot of like practices that I think help me. I, for one, mm-hmm. have experienced uh immense, unforeseen, Are unfavorable... Are you things right now? <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I'm having a download. <laughs> Hand on ear. Okay, um, Sorry, continue. I continue. I, for one, have experienced immense, unforeseen, unfavorable circumstances in my life. Um, So I have a lot of practices to help me get through it. Otherwise, I think I would literally be really unwell right now. I would not be girls gone well. I'd be girls gone unwell. Um, But I do think, like... With everything that happens to us, like the pendulum always swings. So mm-hmm. if you are in the darkest of nights, like that means that like eventually it may be tough for a bit. But like the pendulum has to swing the opposite way and like bring equal amounts of like joy, abundance, happiness. That's on science. That's just a it's It's just fact, it's just fact <laughs> that the pendulum swings. That's on okay. Albert
1: Einstein.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like this summer, like I went through probably the most difficult breakup of my entire life. Well, it was the most difficult breakup of my whole life. And I was really, really just struggling. And just, like, that knowing that, like, okay, it's got to swing back. Like, good things are coming. And, like, honestly, heart's still a little bruised. But, like, (laughs) life has gotten so good. You know? Like, everything that's happened in the past few months, it's like, this is way better than... Whoa, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I
1: just had a hiccup, but I thought I was going to
0: vom. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm being distracting. Um... I don't know. I also think that, like, it's so much just your perspective on bad things. So, like, getting out of the victim mindset and being like, okay, like, l- I, for one, this is not everyone's belief, but like, I truly believe everything that happens to us is like spiritual curriculum. So, period. like, Every single thing we experience is happening so that there, there's a lesson, there's something that we need to overcome. And that's really difficult for some people that, you know, experience like really traumatic, traumatizing things because you don't want to be like, it sounds like I'm saying like, well, you like, not it's your fault you don't or worry, that, man. not that it's your fault <laughs> or that you deserve it. Like, no mm-hmm. one deserves, deserves bad. I don't even like the word deserves because in general, I just think that like that's a strange concept, but like, I don't think anyone quote-unquote deserves things that happen to them but I do think that maybe it's happening for a reason even if it's like I've experienced very like traumatic things like I would never wish upon a friend or my children or anything like that but like I still just view it in the lens of like
1: there's a lesson there's juice Mm -hmm. there's wisdom in this experience you know no I agree that I okay this is like so silly goofy of me but when I was like 19 or 20 and in my most like crackhead era Mm -hmm. i got the word perspective tattooed on the back of my leg and all (laughs) the letters go different directions Mm -hmm. and at the time i was like i am so woke and totally get life and then life literally hit me hard as fuck and now i'm like okay this makes more sense now but i do agree i feel like everything that's happening even if you don't understand why it's happening or what it's supposed to be teaching Mm -hmm. you or you want to get out of x situation like it's definitely happening to teach you something that you're supposed to learn in this life that you chose to reincarnate and this is like woo -woo as fuck but i also believe that we chose to reincarnate as the people that we are in the families that we're in i
0: literally envision like us signing like a document saying like this like (laughs) Which is like so such a difficult concept and I know everyone doesn't subscribe to it because it's like but it just I feel like it makes it so much easier to navigate like yeah you know like getting diagnosed with cancer losing a parent whatever the Mm -hmm. thing is it's like you chose that for yourself yeah and it gives you almost power Mm -hmm. and like some responsibility I guess yeah versus like getting out of the like why me or like why did this happen to me you know
1: yeah one of my good friends she always says don't ask why it's happening to you like ask why it's happening for oh, no. you yeah which i think is like everything is just one your one perspective shift away from literally literally anything that you want and i think too i've i tend to sometimes lean more towards like the woe is me victimy mm. headspace i feel like lately i'm getting better at like not being in that as yeah. much um but like even with like Josh for example, like he's been going through things and he's like I literally don't understand what I'm what I'm not doing. Like I'm right. doing everything that right. I know how to do that I should be doing um and like things aren't Pulling how I want place. them to yeah. be. And sometimes it's not like we don't actually have control over certain outcomes. We only have control over how we react in situations and how we respond in situations. Right.
0: And I feel like when you're in that space where you're, like, I'm doing everything, like, whatever, like, when I'm hitting that point where I'm, like, nothing is moving, nothing is, like, working, like, I you just literally have to, like, follow the joy. Like, Mm -hmm. following the joy will direct you, like, wherever you need to be, like – if you're living day to day, just miserable, like for example, like I don't really love like my hospital job. Like it's not my favorite thing. And I spent a year just like miserable and like, what do I do? You know what I mean? And like now I just follow the joy every single day. And like, I like forget I'm even a nurse. Like, because when I'm not there, I'm not there. And when I'm there, I find ways to make it more like enjoyable for myself. Like,
1: I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. That makes perfect sense. I think like this is like a, My therapist and I talk about this a lot but the two like because I'm a very visual learner Mm -hmm. the two things that I really subscribe to in life lately are that everybody and this is like unfavorable situations with other people right but everybody is literally just a full-length mirror walking around projecting deflecting or reflecting their own shit onto other people so like if I look at if I'm like with you and Mm -hmm. something comes up that triggers me there's something in me that maybe I need to like work on or look at or address Mm -hmm. whether it's conscious or subconscious and the other one is that I just sometimes envision people as like little five-year-olds
0: wait this is literally what I do yeah like this is how I I learned this really young, like in high school, Mm -hmm. but I just started view. It started like when my parents were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like I genuinely viewed them as children Mm -hmm. and not in a disrespectful way. Like, you know what I mean? But I literally was like, okay, in this lifetime, this is the first time you're navigating this. This is Mm -hmm. the first time you're navigating like a divorce, having children and divorce, like all these things. Mm -hmm. And so like. From a very young age, I just started to look at everyone like that. Like, I'm like, you don't really know what you're doing. And it does come to a point where, like, you do need to set boundaries and you do need to, like, not just, like, let people treat you bad. But also, like, I can forgive you for your mistakes because, like, I wouldn't – if my child splattered paint on the wall on accident, like, they didn't know that if they squeezed it, it was going to go everywhere. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like – be angry and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna teach them and i'm gonna like hold space and i'm gonna ask them why did why did you do that or what what do you need to not do that again kind of thing Mm -hmm. and like i just started looking at my parents like that and it created so much space in my heart for forgiveness yeah and that was like one of my points actually that i that i prepared was just (laughs) like the concept of like forgiveness and like what that like does for your soul Mm -hmm. and your life and it kind of takes you out of the victim yeah and into
1: like a
0: power, like a power place. No, I agree. I did this, um,
1: inner child's guided meditation. Um, I did it with Rachel actually, when I was in one of, Mm. I like took one of her courses and in the meditation you start your, like I was five years old at Mm -hmm. first and my dad was, you know, his age and you ask a question. So like my question was like, why do you make me feel like what I say doesn't matter? And in the meditation, him as like an adult Mm. was like, because I'm the parent and what I say goes, like what I say is more important than you. Like I know more. And then you kind of like shape shift in the meditation and it's you and your parents. So it was my dad in that situation, both five years old playing. And you asked the same question. So you asked, like I said, why do you make me feel like, my voice doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. his response as a five year old was, Because what I say doesn't matter because I'm just a kid. Mm. And then I went, I went to get dinner with my dad because we were like working through some things. And I had said to him, You know, growing up, I always felt like what I said didn't matter. Like what you said trumped what I said. And he was like, It's so crazy. And I told him about the meditation. And he was like, I grew up feeling the same way that you felt. And I, remember telling your mom when juice my oldest brother was little um I'm always going to make sure that my kids feel like what they say matters Mm -hmm. and then my brother disagreed with him about something and my dad's first reaction was like I'm the parent Mm -hmm. and it was almost like Because he saw that growing up, he started to do that, but he knew how it felt, so he was like, I'm not going to do that. But he still did it. But he still did it. And so when I... I think by saying it to him and being like, I see you, like, you're doing this because there's something in you, Mm -hmm. like, I no longer felt anger towards my dad. It was more like, I have compassion for you now Ugh, I love. which is like so look at different you breaking
0: generational curses yeah girl oh i love it we out here and then once you start doing like i've done some like inner i probably need to do more inner child work but i've done similar meditations but then once you just start living in that headspace enough you can see that mm-hmm. you don't need to close your eyes and meditate you can literally just look at everyone and see it yeah. like like i've dealt with for example at the hospital like you know like difficult patients or difficult parents and things like that and like whereas other people maybe get like upset or sorry (laughs) upset or offended or whatever like I'm just like oh wow they've never navigated like having you know yeah a baby here how stressful must that be like how can I like hold space right forgive them for any like attitude and Mm -hmm. like just like hold space and have an open heart and like love them and like yeah It's so, it's so, it's so beautiful. It gives you so much
1: space and joy and power. A thousand percent. I have always felt like if I forgive somebody who wronged me, Mm -hmm. I'm like excusing their shitty behavior Mm -hmm. in some way. But the older I get, the more I realize like by me forgiving you, it just take, like I have more real estate in my brain for Literally. things that i actually give it, a fuck like, about sets you free yeah like
0: it's like for i feel like forgiveness is absolutely not about the other person at all oh like, a thousand percent i have forgiven people that i you know genuinely have not talked to in five years. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like I have no ill like space in my heart like cuz everything and like you're manifesting. So if you're holding anger and frustration in you, like you're just kind of sending that energy out to yeah. the person whenever you think about it. Whereas now I'm just like I'm either not thinking about them or just like you know, send in love. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? 24/7. Like yeah. And it just keeps you in such a higher frequency, which I think helps you navigate other unforeseen, un- right. unfortunate circumstances, like yeah. being in that higher vibration. like
1: Yeah, agreed. I, I often will say to myself, like, I feel like I've been saying this more now that I'm friends with you because you're just such like a positive <laughs> person. But I'm always like, everything is always working out best case scenario. Even if it's like, okay, I got a flat tire and this happened and this happened and I, whatever. And it feels like everything is going Mm. wrong. I'll just say it to myself. And it like, I don't know if I'm just like tricking my brain to thinking Mm. that like things aren't as shitty as they feel. But that shit works. No, it does
0: work. I feel like everything that happens to us, even the bad,
1: Mm -hmm. is just
0: an unfolding of our desires in some way you know like you lost your job you're devastated whatever it's like oh like you're literally making space for your your dream job like you know what i mean or Mm -hmm. oh you missed your exit like must have been a reason that you know that's Mm -hmm. such a basic one everyone says Mm -hmm. you know you get stuck at every red light oh like there was a reason like you were supposed to be further down the road like at Mm -hmm. that time but i think that like it's it like i feel like there's a big thing on tiktok right now like being Delulu and like all this stuff but like it's really just like expecting that good things will happen mm-hmm. and and then they do i think it's called okay don't quote me on this i think it's called murphy's law
1: mm-hmm.
0: now i'm gonna i'm gonna do research after this because i don't remember if that's what it's called but it's basically like we're all kind of raised to think worst case scenario like oh, yeah. you know like you don't you know like or like oh that's just the way it is like about bad things and it's like that's not true like if you expect goodness that's kind of all you see if that's all you're looking for it's kind of like you know how like for example when my ex and i broke up like i saw his car everywhere like like his literal car or like no like his model like the type of car like whatever car it was like i would see it everywhere I went all day every day and I'm just like oh and it's like I was looking you know like I was looking around for his car like I wanted to see him if, if I could see him driving around and it's like there were always the same amount of cars I just didn't notice them same with like good things bad things like if you're looking for the bad that's all you're gonna see you're gonna see hitting every red light you're gonna see like all of the unfavorable things happening in front of you but if you just change the radio station change like in your mind what you're focused on like you're just met with so much so much goodness.
1: No, that's so true. That's And also too, I think it's important to say that bad things are inherently like quote unquote bad things are inherently gonna happen and it's okay to feel your lower vibrational right. feelings. Like there's nothing you don't have to be this happy person all the time. Um and I think I've run into this a lot in like the wellness Mm. healing space i guess you could call it where it's like i have clinical depression (laughs) i have like generalized anxiety Mm -hmm. i have adhd um which also that's like a whole other topic that's like a label anyways but i get sad and i get really sad and i'm like i'm not allowed to be sad because i'm a healer i'm this like girly that's supposed to have it all figured out And it's like, no, bitch, be fucking sad. Feel your feelings because if you suppress your feelings, one, they're either going to come up and come out when you do not want them to come up and out or or you're going to it's like what you resist persists. Like you're just going to keep fucking feeling sad. So like feel sad, feel anger. That's the one emotion that I feel like I'm not allowed to feel that I'm anger. Yeah, me too. I don't feel like I'm allowed to be angry at anybody.
0: I so my ex and I used to talk about this a lot because part of me is like am I evolved past anger? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I thought and he's like no like there's something wrong with you like <laughs> you like don't have access to that emotion. Mm-hmm. And I still don't really like I don't really get angry and I don't and I think that that's a lack of boundaries because I think the anger kind of arises from like someone crossing a boundary that you've set. Mm-hmm. And if you have loose boundaries or weak boundaries like You don't get angry, you know, Mm -hmm. but I completely agree about feeling the emotions. And like, I, I used to dwell a bit more, or like sit in that really sad state all day. And it comes in waves. Like, for example, when I got, you know, my heart obliterated this summer, like I was really sad for a long time, Mm -hmm. but like from day to day, like I, I will literally let myself feel the feeling Wherever I fucking am. Like mm-hmm. I was what day is it today? Sunday? Mm-hmm. I was at work on Friday night and I literally am sitting in my patient's room holding this baby bawling, crying. <laughs> <laughs> and my child it's literally four thirty in the morning. I'm holding this baby. And I think I was writing a note on my notes app. Like and I, literally I just was <laughs> It was the room, all the lights were off in the room. <laughs> it was pitch black dark it's black dark and i'm just weeping like silent weeping like just like (laughs) tears strolling down my face and my charge nurse walks in and she's like do you have any like because do they come in and get updates like Mm -hmm. on your babies like at the end of the night Any any changes and i'm literally just silent hot tears strolling (laughs) down my face and i'm like (laughs) no. <laughs> and she's like okay like how are you and i was like i'm
1: good <laughs> that's the worst question to ask oh my god somebody no because she couldn't see sad. me so she
0: didn't know i was sad okay. but she asked how i was and i literally just started bawling crying and she just comes in and we sit down and talk and i was like i don't necessarily need to talk right now but like okay we can talk about it but like like the other day i was doing yoga and i literally just started bawling crying and like doing the dishes and i'll just like stand with my arms on the counter and just like scream cry and it'll literally last i think they say like an emotion takes three minutes to like fully like if you let yourself be in it for three minutes it can like pass through but it's like when we're like upset and then we try to like turn it off that it like persists Mm -hmm. so i'll literally stand there for three minutes and just be like crying i'll jump around i'll try to like move the emotion Mm -hmm. and then it's gone and i'm like okay and sometimes i don't even know what it was like i'm like whoa that (laughs) was a lot (laughs) especially when i'm doing yoga like something will just like pop and release like Mm. an emotion and i'll just like be flooded with like grief Mm -hmm. or sorrow or whatever and i'll be crying and then like i'm like what the fuck was that i don't know but it's gone now like it's like it just like needed to be felt
1: you know a thousand percent i am the type of person that I always say, like, I'm very in touch with my feelings. Maybe that's because I'm a Pisces. But I've realized that I'm very in touch with my, quote, unquote, positive feelings. Like, Mm. happiness, joy, laughter. Like, I love all of those things. But then when it comes to the other side of the spectrum where it's, like, sadness, um, grief. Like, I I don't know diddly squat about grief like when anything happens to somebody and like they lose a parent or they lose somebody i don't know what to say to you like i Mm. because i've never experienced it so like all the feelings that i've experienced in that capacity i'm able to like deal with but like when it comes to anger bitch i be literally like a child throwing temper tantrums i'm not even kidding (laughs) and it's a problem or if like i feel overwhelmed instead of being able to talk about why i'm overwhelmed Mm. i literally just start crying Mm. and i'm not sad i do that too
0: or like i do that too like if i'm like upset like i'm sad sometimes i'm just like if i'm angry Mm -hmm. it does come out as me just crying yeah like you know what i mean yeah and i won't even yell i'll just be like hot tears (laughs) you know hot tears Uh, on the cheeks yeah
1: and josh and i will have like Well, something will come up in our relationship, and he's very much, like, the whole ask a thousand million questions. He wants to process everything right then and there. And he knows that I'm – he can say all the things he wants to say. I'm not going to have a response Mm -hmm. in that moment. But I'll start to try to think of a response because I'm, like, I wish I could just respond. Yeah. And not have to, like, think about what I want to say or how I feel. And I'll just start – crying and I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm just like I <laughs> have so many fucking feelings. Yeah.
0: I think too like something that really helped me get in touch with like the range of emotions is like deep meditation and breath work. Like I'll have we'll have to do a whole podcast on some of the insights I've had with meditations, but kind of like my first big spiritual awakening, I feel like I kind of tapped into this portal of like all human grief sadness pain suffering hurt Ooh. betrayal and all the joy love like all the good stuff too mm-hmm. but i was so overcome i was literally hyperventilating and crying for eight hours after because i just like tapped oh i just like tapped into this like space where i felt the heaviness of mm-hmm. the entire world basically
1: did you feel like hung over the next day after
0: crying crying. i like literally couldn't function in society for like a month after that
1: oh (laughs) like i
0: i didn't want to be friends with anyone i actually became almost like a nihilistic is that the word like just i don't know if that's the right word um but basically just like what's the point of anything like i kind of just tapped into this space of like nothing matters so what's the point and mm-hmm. it was really heavy but then once i got past that like i can like tap into that space anytime which has just helped me a lot with like compassion and like yeah. understanding like the pain that like mm-hmm. we've all collectively the collective the trauma of the collective yeah. like and how like the things that you've experienced, your mom experienced when you were in her womb, like, mm-hmm. like is with you now. And like, just yeah. like the range of like how deep it all goes, you know?
1: No, that ship's ship. That shit is ship. literally so deep. It's like, I feel like, okay, <laughs> my family, like my immediate family mm-hmm. is more hip, trendy woke to like me saying really crazy woo woo shit. But my I'll try to talk about it with like my grandmother or like people that aren't as like close to me and don't interact with me every single day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes like they want to understand what I'm saying, but sometimes when I talk about like, yeah, so when you had my mom and her eggs yeah. were you and then I, they just like look at me like, do you need to go back to chefs? No, but it's like <laughs> literally
0: true. Like they did a study on, they did like a rat study. hmm and every time they, they would like put this, I think it was like the scent of cheese or something like mm-hmm. in this, in the, in the rat's cage or box or whatever, they would shock it. Okay. I'm not saying I support animal studies. I'm just telling them about the study that they did.
1: I also they hate would, rats. So like
0: they, <laughs> they would shock the rat anytime they smelled cheese basically. Oh. And then I think it was like three or four generations down whenever the rat would smell cheese like four generations away from the one the original one that they shocked mm-hmm. would have a, a reaction to the smell of cheese like a reaction of fear oh my god and like uh, there are like biblical scripture like mm-hmm. there are biblical quotes that are like i i'm going to butcher this too because i don't know the actual bible quote but it's mm-hmm. something along the lines of like your sins will follow you like four generations or something, something like that. It's something Damn. like, like the, like the consequences of your sins, will whatever, mm-hmm. something along that along those lines. Yeah. But it's just so interesting to see how like scripture across so many different religions kind of relates to like the yeah. science we're finding today, but they're finding that like what your great, great, great grandmother experienced is mm-hmm. with you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, i don't know i just think it's really that's wild There's and that's a- why like breaking those generational curses mm-hmm. like are so important because like you can stop it now yeah and if you don't make the choice to stop it now like that will be happening for the next what they're four gonna generations. steamroll the next generation yeah, exactly there was
1: a um analogy that this girl i heard this girl on um tiktok use like a while ago which i'll probably fuck it up but it's fine She was saying how if you were to put a grasshopper in a jar, it would try to, like, hop to get out. The lid. Yeah, and it, like, had a lid on top. And then if you put a second grasshopper in, it would jump, but not as much because it doesn't see the other one Mm -hmm. jumping. And then if those two grasshoppers, like, had a baby, the baby wouldn't even try to jump because it's never seen its parents jump. And... I like think about that a lot when I think about my life and like what I want for my life. And I know I talk about a lot that I want to be famous, but (laughs) I just feel like there's things that I really want to do in my life that I've had in my brain since I was little that are Mm -hmm. like, Hannah, you're delusional as fuck. Like Mm -hmm. that's never going to happen. And because I didn't, I don't have anybody in my like immediate circle doing it it feels a little bit far-fetched but like there's nothing that i think in my brain that i don't think is possible like even if it sounds so fucking crazy
0: i mean i think that like all desires are like put on your heart because they're like supposed to happen yeah you
1: know what i mean i okay so one of my dad's friends is a musician and he's like a very well-known musician and i asked my dad do you think he would play at my wedding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and my dad was like uh i really want to know i don't think so is. the only wedding he's ever played at is tiger Woods' wedding so i'm like okay i'm gonna figure out a way to get this man yeah. at my wedding so then my dad found some clip online where he was talking about how much he charges for a wedding and it's a million dollars and in my head i was like perfect now i know the number like now i can just work towards mm-hmm. that and where i feel like somebody else might hear that and be like that's never gonna happen yeah but for me i'm like i really want that to happen <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna be to lulu as fuck and yeah. i'm gonna make you're gonna get, it and you'll get the friends and family discount so. yeah
0: <laughs> i'm like this is gonna be the best day ever yeah oh no it's it's so true and like I think, like, a huge, a thing my parents say all the time is, like, that's the way it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I hate my job. They're like, well, we got to do things we don't want to do. And I'm like... No the fuck you don't. We don't fucking need to do that. Yeah. That's the generational curse I'm breaking. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck no. Mm
1: -mm. I do think there are things that, like, as a human are... There's things that you don't really want to do that are essential to do for life. Right. But also, if you're literally fucking miserable right no thank you
0: right and i do think like like i said like i didn't like my job a year ago and i like it so much more now and nothing changed other Mm -hmm. than my mindset like i was like okay like this doesn't need to be my whole world like i can have other things that i do and i'm doing way more now Mm -hmm. than i was doing this time last year and Mm -hmm. have way more energy and like joy you know
1: and Like, this is part of my human design and just like me as a human being. But I am impulsive as fuck. Maybe that's because I'm ADHD. Maybe that's because I'm me as a human. Who knows? But I used to have this fear of like sucking at something. So I would never try. Like, I would never start because I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna, what if I suck? Right. And this year, alone I was literally thinking about this this morning in the shower there's so many things that I tried that I maybe sucked at, at the beginning but that I was like I don't actually like this like right. I literally started an entire quit my job on a whim started an entire fucking business and then realized that I didn't like it and just <laughs> like stopped doing that yeah but it's like I feel like sometimes when it comes to Things that we don't like, it's like we're creating the things we don't like in our reality. So just like fucking try new shit, right? And you can change your mind whenever you want.
0: I'm the same, and I also like feel like I used to not create space for like like I would have an idea. For example, I wanted a scholarship to play volleyball. I worked for ten years to get a scholarship to play volleyball, and I did. And I got a scholarship to a school in Hawaii, and was gonna go. I was literally sitting at the coach's desk, like about to sign and then I was like I don't fucking like volleyball <laughs> <laughs> and I spent 10 years like literally never had a boyfriend never was allowed to travel like mm-hmm. I signed contracts saying like I wouldn't go snowboarding because I couldn't like risk hurting myself like it was like I played for really intense well-known clubs like mm-hmm. I was good had fun put a lot of work into it got a scholarship and then I was like I don't like this Like, I don't want to do it. And it was like, you just get in the story. Same with, honestly, same with nursing. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, wanted to be a nurse so bad. And then halfway through school was like, fuck, Mm -hmm. fuck. And, but I think it's like, that's a scary thought. Cause then you're dedicating thing your life and time to things that Mm -hmm. end up not being it. But I also think there's no way to really know what you want to do. Cause otherwise we just be sitting here not doing anything at all.
1: Agree a thousand percent. (sighs) What else is on your list? Okay. Well, I think we talked a lot
0: about like the mental component of dealing Mm -hmm. with negative or unfavorable circumstances just kind of like you know putting things in perspective knowing that the pendulum always swings knowing that like every dark night will be followed by like the sweetest day if you allow it to be Mm -hmm. um but then there's also like 3d physical practices that we can do to kind of like work on like our you know cortisol which is like our stress hormones and just kind of like getting things like into a better state Mm -hmm. because you can like if your body feels like shit like you can be like saying affirmations in your mind all you want but if your body's under like fire like like at war with itself like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be really hard to like stay in that frequency so Um, something that I started doing, we actually did this together at one of the women's circles, but something that I started doing early, like late last spring was, um, like contrast hydrotherapy or like hot Mm -hmm. and cold therapy, um, which is basically either going in like a hot, like kind of like jacuzzi hot tub or a sauna and then going into an ice bath and like basically just going back and forth, back and forth,
1: back and forth between the two. So like is there a certain amount of times that you should do it, like the back and forth?
0: Um, I usually will do, like, three minutes hot – I mean, five minutes hot, three minutes cold. Five minutes hot, three minutes cold. And I'll do it, like, a couple rounds, like okay. three to five rounds. But everyone's different. But I feel like you need at least three minutes. But a lot of people, you have to work your way up to there because it is, it is, like, painful and difficult to do. Mm-hmm. So – Um, the heat kind of just, I mean, the heat is like more like the feel good part, right? Like that, like reduces pain. It reduces inflammation. Um, and then like the infrared, like if you're in like a sauna, that's like infrared, like that can actually like decrease cortisol, which is really beneficial for like stress management. And then the ice, the cold therapy that will like increase endorphins, like the Mm. mood, mood lifters. Right. So that'll get you feeling really good. Kind of like a workout. Um, And then it'll also like stimulate your autonomic nervous system and that improves your ability to respond to stress. Um, It'll increase like norepinephrine, which increases energy. And then like my favorite part of hydrotherapy is like we were talking about mental component, but like it's basically like for me, it's like I can do hard things like Mm -hmm. this sucks and I can just breathe through it and there will be an end. And it's three minutes, and my the entire time my body is telling me, like, get out, 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 get out. But, like, I can breathe through it, and I can be like, and, like, remind myself, I can do anything for three minutes. And then, like, yes, that is just, like, the hot and cold practice, but you can take that with you outside. And it's basically just, like, proving to yourself that you have the ability to withstand discomfort. And when life gets tough, you have the ability to like keep breathing through it, and so that's kind of been my favorite my favorite aspect of it. But it also just feels really good. Yeah, like we did it together, and it just feels good. No, it's your body percent. feels good. Um, and out,
1: breathe, bitch.
0: When and out, breathe it <laughs> fucking out. Um, I also just made a note about like, I mean, I'm a yoga teacher. I love yoga, but especially like when you're experiencing periods of like grief, sadness um you know your muscles in your body will literally like when you see someone sad they're kind of
1: like you're like hunched over hunched
0: over bent over and like the muscles in your chest and shoulders will literally draw in to like protect your heart really Mm -hmm. because this is like an energetic space and the your body is reacting to like the pain you're feeling and trying to protect it Mm -hmm. but really the only way to heal is to keep that space open allowing energy to flow so things don't get stuck Mm. so like heart opening yoga like back bends like some of my favorites are like camel pose wheel um but really just like any heart opener at all just like really helps to kind of like you know we get these energetic knots and things get stuck and just like helps keep things flowing um uh yeah i'm still trying to get you in my yoga class we'll do that soon i know i need to come to one i love most of my yoga classes not most but a lot of my yoga classes are like the theme or the focus is like love and heart i don't know why that's that's because you're a little love bug i'm a little lover certified lover girl (laughs) (laughs) um i also made a note of just like journaling and like writing things down Mm -hmm. i am diagnosed with um ocd and i would say it ranges from like moderate to like mild severe (laughs) but um one of my main things like my that I struggle with is like rumination and kind of obsessive thoughts and Mm -hmm. so just like writing things down because if I'm experiencing something unfavorable like I will sit there and just mull it over in my head until my brain is mush and I can't function Mm -hmm. and so like writing it down or like I'll get like an idea and I'm like I need to tell this person this like I need for example my ex-boyfriend like I'll get this not as much anymore, but I like when I was really in the thick of it. Like, I'd get this feeling that I needed to tell him something, or you know, and I would just write it instead, mm. and it was so therapeutic. And so, like, obviously, I'm not sending it to him. Obviously, no one's gonna read it except for me. He's a loser. I'm but just gonna- <laughs> I love everyone. If you're listening to this, I don't. So. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. Just, just you know brain dumping writing all the things on your running mind down Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't make any sense like i literally will sit there and write down like everything that i need to do that month like and just getting it out of my brain helps like yeah and having it just like out it creates Mm -hmm. space for you to like be more present
1: really yeah i know for me like i'll uh, feel like i have a thousand million things to do Mm -hmm. and i keep them all in my brain and then I'll get to the point where I'm like so overwhelmed that I'll write it down and I'll write it down and it's like four things. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, these are all very accomplishable. I'm like, wait, these are so simple. Like, these are very easy tasks that I can accomplish in no time. Yeah. I just need to make the time Yeah, instead of making time to stress about them. So yeah, yeah I, I'm in full support of writing <laughs> things down. <laughs>
0: Another thing I made note of is acupuncture. I started doing that this summer. And mm-hmm. that also just kind of like stimulates like your feel good hormones and like reduces stress. And I literally would walk into acupuncture and be like, I don't know what's wrong. I just feel really sad. <laughs> and then she'd put pins in and I'd be like, fine after that. And not fine, but better, you know, Um, earthing or like just walking around barefoot. Mm-hmm. That shit grounds the fuck out of you. Oh, I says. feel so good feeling the earth the earth on your toes. the toes between the toes <laughs> <laughs> it really just like improves your mood improves your sleep it's this is like been proven like this was woo woo for a while but like they're proving it with science that just like we're meant to be barefoot we're meant to have our feet on the soil and it like really helps your entire state of being um also like earth sounds like running water or like specifically like bird song. I don't know if like you've noticed but what hearing birds does or feels like but I we've talked about like hearing the sounds outside your window and things like that but this like activates like our parasympathetic nervous system which really like calms us and basically just like tells us that we're safe like the the idea I think is that when you think like primally like birds are quiet when there's danger. And so, like, when you're hearing birds chirping, there's some primal part of you that's like, oh, it must be safe right now. And so it's it's really soothing.
1: Um, I play bird songs for Winnie. I love bird Whenever songs. I leave the house because oh. she has anxiety.
0: Yeah, we got... Winnie is her wiener dog. My inbred. inbred. Her inbred. <laughs> um generally just like movement like exercise i love just my body i was gonna say movement and like somatics like, like that exercise is. just like shaking dancing spiritual twerking mm. like going for a run just like getting those endorphins up like these are just basically everything i'm listing right now is all like stress hormone management but i think that that's like really important for like navigating unfortunate yeah, circumstances thousand percent. um we kind of already talked about all the other good topics like forgiveness and also just like talking to God or like your source your highest self whatever word you use for it mm-hmm. just like having conversations and like I like something I found so comforting was like when when I was going through my breakup like I was like God, whatever you want me to be, I will be. I just like need a little bit of guidance. Like I just, I trust where you're taking me. I can't see it. I don't understand it, but just whatever you want me to be, I'll be. And like, that was like, so like, I mean, I'd be on my knees crying, but like it was, it was so like soothing to just Mm -hmm. know that like, this is sometimes it just is out of your hands and sometimes you will not understand. And we love to control. I'm working on like working on letting go of my desire to control outcomes Mm -hmm. um but just like surrendering to the experience whatever it is even if it's a bad one just being like i don't jesus take the wheel you know (laughs)
1: sometimes i literally will like pray in my head and i'll be like it's me again god uh (laughs) what the fuck is going on but i also feel like i i'm at a point in my life where i'm like i know that whatever's happening is supposed to be happening right so Always. I'm not even going to be stressing mm-hmm. as hard as I might be. Mm-hmm. Um, My last topic,
0: this is something that I've done, but I kind of did research to see if there were any like, like roots of it. Um, And it's actually, I think like rooted in like Buddhism. And hopefully I describe it correctly, but I'll just describe it in the way that I practice it. But it's kind of, it's called like a sacred pause. And it's just like, before you do an action, like especially if it's something that's stressful or something that you don't, you're feeling overwhelmed like literally just taking a sacred pause and like you can close your eyes and like breathe and like it's it's basically a moment of no action just to like experience grounding presence conscious awareness like before you take any action Mm -hmm. And I think that's really helpful, especially if you're, like, in an argument or you're about to, like, say something or bring something up. Just, like, taking a moment. We we even do that in the hospital. Like, we call it a timeout. But, like, before a <laughs> procedure, like, everyone stops. Just Take a, a timeout. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Th- th- those are some of my, my uh, practices that, like, really helped me this summer when I was experiencing some pretty unfavorable things. Um, Vibes straight up vibes vibes. maybe there's probably more more things and i would love to hear like from like our listeners like what they do because like so many of these things i incorporated from like friendships and like teachers and and people that i knew um
1: i feel like my things always end up just being like like coming like actual mindful breaths like yeah the amount Breath of times work. that i'll be like i have to go to the bathroom and i'll like go into the bathroom and just sit on the toilet like fully clothed obviously but like one hand on my heart one hand yeah on my, like, oh my god belly like one hand just... on my heart one hand on my belly that shit yeah that and just shit like... brings me
0: back to my body every time
1: <laughs> and just breathing because like i don't know sometimes i feel like even in grounding ourselves we give our power away to thinking we have to like buy all these gadgets and yeah. trinkets and do all these things and really it's so simple all walk you have to do barefoot, is breathe, walk outside barefoot
0: breathe mm-hmm. pause like getting come, back come to to back you are. to your body like just come back yeah. to your body
1: i don't feel like becoming who you are and getting back to your like true essence it doesn't like cost anything right and i feel like we live in a society that like Makes you think that you need the newest infrared LED light mask and the this yeah, and that, that which 100%. all of those things are great and all of those things add value to your life. But I feel like for somebody who's just beginning or like doesn't really want mm. to spend all this money on like things, I know that's how I am a little bit. Like I'm just like okay, I'm just gonna breathe. Yeah, and Jesus take the wheel.
0: A hundred percent. I think that like meditation journaling writing things down yeah breathing. those like those, those well. are like the pillars and yeah. then everything else is just like extra secret sauce like mm-hmm. it's honestly for me it was just like okay ins- I don't drink I don't party instead of going out like I feel like shit mm-hmm. I want to like what can I do to like increase some like good feeling hormones yeah. okay like I'll go get $30 acupuncture like yeah at a community clinic like, yeah it doesn't like have that. to
1: be it doesn't have to cost a lot right like to feel good i guess is my point yeah no it,
0: it it's so true i think that like so often we try to like escape our bodies and like i remember in my early spiritual journey like i'd have these crazy meditations and i'd be like i was flying in a purple sky with a like you know what i mean and i'm like and then i was absorbed by a white light and like it was and I remember like I'm in this wellness space and a lot of times like I'll be in these circles and people talk about their experience I'm not shitting on anyone's experience by Mm -hmm. any means but I remember like my teacher in India saying like that is like the distraction like getting caught up in the visuals and like that whole story like just be in your body and so like that's been my thing lately it's just like okay Feeling the air moving in my lungs and like not yeah. trying to like take myself out of my head or to some crazy mm-hmm. place. Not that that's not healing and special and has its own time and place, but when you're in like a moment of high stress, just like coming back to the bod. Yeah. Always. Always come back to the bod. Okay. um This is actually sent in by someone no. from the Graham. And I thought it was just a really fun question. Okay. So they basically, and I just, I don't ha- this isn't a question that we have an answer to. This is like a ponder. Okay but now that like we have like planned c-sections and there's so many people getting like elective c-sections like Mm -hmm. they're going in and you know having a due date that like the doctor picks or they pick or whatever to like go get like a c-section do people have the wrong zodiac signs now
1: oh my god (laughs) is that like or
0: so okay so so what do you think because i have i have an idea
1: Um, well, I have mixed feelings about that because part of me is like everything happens for a reason. And then the other part of me is thinking about the fact that, like, I was born 11 days late because I didn't want to fucking come out. I mean, I'm still in the same Zodiac, but that seems like a little bit like, oh, I don't want a Scorpio baby, so I'm going (laughs) to just keep it in there a bit longer to bake. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: feel like I'm very much of the the thought that like okay this is a hot take I don't really think we have very much free will like I really just think that like things happen exactly as they're meant to happen yeah and I think even when you think you're having free will like there are external circumstances yeah. that are making things happen in an orchestrated way mm-hmm. that's what I believe at this point in my life yeah. so I think even if you're like I'm gonna get a c-section like on this day or whatever like that day was put on your heart because the baby was supposed to be there that day. Not because you thought the baby Mm -hmm. was supposed to be there or like, you know, like the baby's supposed to be this day and then it gets canceled and pushed to this day. It's like, Mm -hmm. because like the doctor wasn't available. Like that was all meant to happen exactly that way. So I feel like even if you're getting a C-section and it's not like a quote unquote natural birth, your baby comes like, you know, it's mm-hmm. your expected due date is the twelfth, then you have to go in for an emergency C section a month early. It was like that was supposed to happen and the baby yeah. was supposed to be whatever sign that they came out that way. Like I feel like that's pretty predetermined. Even if you're even if even though we're getting like scientific with it and like
1: Yeah. Well that just makes me think about how I found out a year ago that I was a different rising sign than I actually <laughs> am. And I thought I was one at nine thirty in the fucking morning. I would find out i born in the afternoon I
0: would be really devastated if I found out I wasn't a Scorpio rising like I if someone was, just told me I was something else I think I would have an existential yeah crisis. I mean
1: I'm now a Leo rising oh, I guess I've always been a Leo rising and I- <laughs> Beyonce but um yeah I agree with you I'm I st- I co signed what you said okay cool I thought that was a great question I think that's a fantastic fun. question whoever wrote that you are maybe God's favorite so she's also God's favorite she yeah. knows she knows who she is She's listening.
0: Hey, girl. Um. Anyways, that was such a fun topic. I think we talked way longer than we had anticipated. Um, yeah, but it's fine. It was We're so just good. Living. We're just living. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um. To girls gone well. We love you so much, and it's been so fun. Kind of ruling out, rolling out like this pod and all the positive feedback. We we read everything. We really appreciate it. Um. And please, you know, leave us a review wherever you're streaming from. It really helps our podcast grow and helps other people find us. And we love you guys.
1: You can follow the pod at gone well pod. <laughs> you sounded a little unsure. I did. sound <laughs> <unsure>. <laughs> Gone well pod on Instagram. You can. I just changed my personal Instagram. So it's now at Han Bruns and you can follow charlie baby girl at charlie x root and we'll have all of this linked in the show notes and we love you so much and we hope that you have a fantastic day and that something great happens to you today
0: oh we do love you we love you babes love you bye